Hi, and welcome to the Hack Your Mindset podcast with me, Jenny Winterleach, mindset and performance psychology coach, speaker, and trainer. And each podcast, we're going to be talking about something related to mindset and also interviewing some people and hearing their views on things. Today, we have got little Bentley Eventing's Jake Tarrant with us, and he's going to be talking about bounce buddies, buddy don't bully, business and anything else that's going on right now. So join us for this interview. It's entertaining. I warn you right now. So good morning, Jake. Um, Apologies. We've had some technical difficulties this morning, so we haven't been able to go live as planned. So this is a a recorded video. So if anyone wants to ask any questions afterwards, then we will just have to um, answer them afterwards. Probably no bad thing, to be honest, that you can't react to the audience and their reaction to you. So, um, but uh, please introduce yourself and tell us um, what brings you here today. Hi, I'm Jake from Little Bentley Eventing and also from the Profiles range. So got two sides to what I do, uh, metalworking uh, through retailing at trade shows and online and also but playing with horses because that's what it's all about, isn't it, really? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, so tell us a little bit about which one do you want to do first? Do you want to tell us about profiles and business and things like that or would you rather go Little Bentley Eventing first? Start with work. Uh, okay everybody's worried about at the moment isn't it i mean we're all struggling and going oh my god no eventing or no competition but everybody else is going oh we can't eat yeah yeah okay so tell us about how as much as we want to keep this upbeat today and everything we are in the situation that we're in and with um people not being able to get to work or do things you know is going to impact businesses particularly Um, maybe not those who are salaried and will still get sick pay and things carry on working from home as usual which is great because we need that to keep the economy running but what about your business then? Because you sell physical goods, don't you? And mostly at trade, st- trade shows. We have, a, it's about a 50-50 split between um, face-to-face meetings at shows and online. But our yeah. online sales are sort of seasonally scheduled. So for things like Christmas, Christmas is a big time for us. Uh, and that was already impacted by Brexit. Um, a lot of our materials come in. Metal comes from all over the world. So even if you're a British manufacturer, you're using Indian or Chinese metal. So we were already having problems with the exchange rate and things before Christmas. Now we've moved into this new uh, emergency, the pandemic, trade shows, they've all been shut down. So for us, having had a weaker online sales period of Christmas, we're looking forward to the show season, which is now not there, which puts our company in a very, very precarious position. Uh, But, there are other ways to deal with it. So we're trying to now adapt our company to to find a new niche, a new way to get the product in front of the customer, allow them to appreciate the, the quality and, and keep the sales coming in, safeguarding our jobs and um, and the companies. Yeah. I mean, okay. So, you know, we're, we're quite used to, we've gone through two world wars and God knows what else. So we're not going to let something like a, a little bug stop us now. Okay, so with that view of actually your solution focused, your growth mind focus, which is what mm. I've been talking about recently in blogs and um, in Facebook Lives and things. So tell us a little bit about your company, what it does, uh, because those people that don't know what the profiles range is, they might want to go and look you up now and, and find out what that is and what it is that you offer. Okay, so the, historically, my family have always worked with metal. Um, we started in the early... 20th century, my great-grandfather, with 
ornamental and architectural metalworks. Um, and then as each generation apprenticed with the generation above, the company just gradually evolved and developed into being this off-the-shelf range of almost bespoke ornamental products, such as weather vanes, hanging signs, uh, little useful ornamentations for the home, like key racks, hand soap dispensers, things like that. And it's, it's been a, yeah, it's been an almost 100 year progression to get here. And we also alongside that do a range of equestrian products. We do equestrian storage products, feed bins, rug trunks, tack lockers, um, and then some more solely equine specific products like our, my, my current favorite products is called Bounce Buddy, which is Cavaletti ends that you fit to your own holes. So involving my passions and my family's historic um, careers together. And what makes your products unique? So why would I buy a weather vane from you or a storage solution from you? That, what, what more do you need? You can <laughs> on your house and say, Jake Tarrant made that. And then in 20 years time, when I'm incarcerated in prison for something or famous on TV, you can look at it and go, yeah, he made that. Okay. So other than wanting something made by someone infamous, <laughs> Um, what is it that makes your products unique? So, you know, they're, they're, so why is it called the profiles range? So, I say we do make a very good, quite a lot of care and attention into the materials that we use and the manufacturing technique we use to make them. And they are all 95% made by hand. But our scene is the designs that we use. We've got a library now of almost 3,000 different designs, um, of which 2,000 of them can go on any of the products that we do. So we've got about 75 products in our range available in 2,000 designs. That gives us a huge, huge product design combination. The majority of our designs come from photos that we have taken, or historically that's where they've come from. But nowadays we do a complete bespoke service. So we get we add 100 designs a year to our library from people sending us their own to have them recreated we then give them the option to keep them private or to share them with the with the greater market and that that's what gives us the extra edge it's the attention to detail to our product and pricing the product at an almost mass-produced import price rather than your blacksmithing bespoke 500 pound a weather bank price it's finding that niche in the market bespoke design with off-the-shelf pricing cool okay so um so just to clarify if people don't know what the range is then and then we are going to get on in a, in a minute on to some more equine related bits but um it is it's called the profiles range because it is outlines of dogs outlines of horses outlines of agricultural things isn't it that you then put on to right. your product yeah so it, yeah profile as in the, the, which is the defined as the silhouette of something, is the outline. Um, and we do everything, dogs, horses, cattle, helicopters, tanks. Um, we've been joking about it recently that we should do a, a, a COVID-19 commemorative weather vane. Okay, so thinking about what kind of products your uh, customers might want in this time, 
what kind of things so for instance we've said you know look if you're if you're um not able to go into work and you're but you are able to go down to the yard and maybe you're having a clear out you might want to think about storage solutions for instance you might want to look at that kind of thing or the bounce buddies are going to be fantastic aren't they for the training series which we'll talk about in a moment um about the online training and being able to do cavaletti work which is where you have a pole isn't it with two things on the end and depending yeah, on which way round it goes yeah. raises the height of it um so anything else you think would actually just be really useful for people as to why they'd want your products at the moment going forwards and things well so it's it, everything's a bit of a mess at the moment isn't it? everyone's shut down everyone's worrying about being able to go out so we're looking to find things to do at home keeping us occupied keeping our minds active and positive rather than spiraling into that depressive state of oh no i'm locked down so i mean for example our local garden center uh, Tuesday and Wednesday this week sold more more seeds than they would normally sell in the first two months of the year because people are thinking about their gardening so you know it's now is a good time if you get out in your garden do something like that and we've got a whole range of products that can help make your garden you know prettier more attractive for when the because that's the problem with flowers isn't it they die I mean I'm not green fingered if I plant something it will die straight away the only thing I can grow is grass, and that's only in my lawn. If I try to grow it in the field, it doesn't. But, you know, we've got hanging basket brackets that are nice and ornamental, so that even in the winter when baskets, when the flowers wither and die, you've still got attractive products on the house. So there's all sorts of things that we've got in our range that are going to make your property more attractive. Okay, so, great. So that's brilliant. So what you're basically saying is your business is going to lose out potentially 50% if you don't do something about it because you haven't got the shows, but you are looking at how you can do things differently and what you can do to um, help people to realize the value of your products and things like that. So bigger message then as far as, you know, surviving as a business through this stuff before we get onto the actual equine element of things, what would be your top tips as a business right now for, you know, pushing through and with, with changing that happening? My top tip is probably not going to be everybody's top tip. Um, we lead a slightly different mentality towards it here. We are either going to survive it or we are not. But if we do survive it, we don't want to be known for being money-grabbing, tight-fisted people that have put our survival ahead of, and I hate using this phrase, the greater good. So during this time, if you can still, as a company, support other companies, support local people, support your local community, continue to do so continue to do so with a smile and generosity because when the time comes it will be reciprocated you will be remembered your company will be known and we are going to get through this so we have to do what we can to think of long-term social gain rather than immediate personal gain great i really like that that view actually of you know there will be people out there that benefit from this and then there will be like there is always isn't there there's people that benefit from recession and all sorts as long as the people benefiting aren't doing it at the detriment to others as long as it's a genuine you know look at us using zoom to record this right now they are going crazy because everyone's having to use video and things to do it. now they're not they're not profiteering from it they're just they just happen to have a solution that we all need so they're doing well out of it so remembering that actually you know keep your ethics first and foremost remember the community and things as well but don't be afraid to do things if they're going to help people um that are also going to help you pay your mortgage you know yeah. so it's a fine balance isn't it 
And it's also worth remembering when people are panicking about their mortgages, about their bills, about all these debts, the government has put in place, whatever you think about our government, they have put in place all sorts of safety measures to help uh, commercial residences, uh, sorry, commercial properties, residential properties, businesses, there's all sorts out there. And a lot of people are panicking and locking themselves down before they've actually investigated what they can what they can do to help them, what the government can do to help them. Absolutely. I mean, our staff, we've investigated and looked into what can be found for them, um, if, if need be. So, as a prime example, government has actually banned residential rental evictions due to non-paying. So, obviously, you've then got to deal with it later, but you're not going to lose your home if you rent it. You're going to be safe, unless, obviously, you've trashed it and gone through the wall with a sledgehammer. I mean, that's a bit... There, but yeah, the government is looking out for us as well. So, yeah, and to add to that, I mean, my bank, um, I noticed have sent stuff out to say that um, you can suspend your mortgage payments for 90 days if you need to. They're not going to be charging late payment fees on credit cards and things like that. So, you know, they are doing things to try and keep the economy running. Okay, so let's move on to a, um, a much happier and still as relevant topic then. So, we're talking about helping others, talking about staying. Um, buoyant, staying mentally, you know, positive, finding, you know, the growth, the solutions and, and staying happy um, when there are things that are happening outside of our control. And, and often that's why people don't like it, because things are happening that you can't do anything about. But let's stay focused on what you can do something about. And let's talk about your fantastic online training that you've released, um, competition style, whatever you call it. <laughs> So, first of all, um, I don't know, I put a post up a couple of weeks ago on Facebook about the team around you, the team you work with. I'm very lucky that I've got the likes of yourself, um, physios that I work with, all that help me come up with things to do with my horses that are going to benefit them in the long term. And I've also got Charlotte, who's part of Little Ben as well, who works very closely with me. This is actually her idea. Um, I'm just claiming all the credit for it because I'm wonderful and everyone's going to love me. Uh, so... This is the first exercise in what we're going to try and do as a weekly basis and to make it a bit more fun, well not a bit more fun, a bit more, to give people a bit of a reason to do it. We're getting companies to provide some prizes because, you know, it, why not? Um, we're doing it for fun, so we're not making people pay for it. It's, it's an aim is to try and keep people buoyant, to give them something fun, something entertaining. We're going to try and give feedback to all the videos we get. Now, obviously, as you will know, Jenny, I'm not the best show jumper. I'm not the most confident with it, but I do know the technicalities of it and how it should be done. I'm hoping that some other better show jumpers, riders, will get on board as well and help with feedback. Um, because yeah, everybody deserves still a chance to, to have some fun, don't they? You know, just because the, the world is on lockdown doesn't mean we can't have fun. Okay, so just really simply explain what exactly it is. So it's an online training style competition. Online training style competition. So every week we are going to, we ourselves will personally, we have a, an exercise recorded that we will explain. We will then demonstrate it on our own horses, ride through it, hopefully get it right, and then invite the public at large to have their own attempts at it. Give them a week between us launching that exercise and a winner being picked. And we're going we're gonna to judge it purely and simply on who we think has actually ridden it nicest. You know, it's not going to be the biggest, not going to be the fastest. 
we're just looking for attention to the details of the rhythm, accuracy, flow, softness. Just people are trying. We do it at two levels. Um, we're calling it beginner and advanced. That's wrong because I don't consider myself a beginner. But the beginner, le the beginner example that we put on the first uh, first exercise was me on one of my horses, and I just barely survived it. So it was good. Um, and we'll do, yeah, we'll do a different one each week. And we've got contingency plans in place to, to alter the exercises depending on what the government is saying about riding. Because if we end up in a Spanish-style lockdown where it's insensitive and selfish to ride your horse, then we'll do some in-hand things. But we're going to constantly keep looking at ways to help people progress with their horses and have some during this lockdown. Okay, great. So that's brilliant. So that's one of these examples of a sense of community, a sense of keeping going, being buoyant, having the right mindset, you know, taking control of something, um, still continuing to progress and train. Because the thing is, if we're all at home training as much as we can whilst we can, even, well, we can't if we go to in-hand work. There are an awful lot of horses that would benefit a lot from in-hand work as well, um, which actually we might be forced to do so we're going to end up with a lot stronger more supple <laughs> more capable animals at the end of this um it's that actually once they do then release competitions again and we can go back out we're all going to be like you know on it like fantastic so some people are sort of stopping they've lost lo motivation a little bit and they're saying well you know i haven't got competitions there's not a lot of point i'm not really feeling the motivation but it's finding ways to be motivated in other ways isn't it i had a, a crisis meeting with a local this week uh, a local equestrian competition committee that were talking about what are they going to do with their competition series and all this sort of thing it decided to be paused because there's not enough competition to make it worthwhile and the majority so 80 percent of the people there were competitors themselves they all had multiple horses and half of them have already had the horses shoes taken off and have chucked them out in the field so yeah, they are they're commercial riders. I I'm, I'm, I mean, I feel that Felicity certainly, whose who, whose business is based around competing, um, it's going to be a difficult time, especially with owners that are like not going to want to pay. Them. There's no reason why we can't be progressing because at some point soon the government is going to say, right, that's it, ban lifted, and then everybody's going to be scrambling. To get, I mean, BS and BD shows can be launched and entered and done you know, within a week sort of thing. The BE event takes a little bit longer, but we're going to need to get our horses back out and getting really experienced again to try and calm them down because they're going to be all, all excited about it as well. We're going to be all excited about it. We're all going to go, oh, go competing again. So I, I honestly believe that if we keep focused, keep working, keep riding, we are going to come out the other side like, well, I'm going to come out with facts on comfort eating chocolates. I love it. I the only thing I could panic by was Easter eggs and I've got a lot of um, so, yeah, let's carry on, let's crack on, let's have some fun and let's, let's be ready when the competition season is ready so that we can come out and make the short season that we've got the best season that we've ever had. It's a proper top level competition. Cool. Love it. Great. Positivity and attitude. And so if we're going to talk about positivity and attitude. I know a topic that's really close to your heart is the initiative that you started last year, which is um, Buddy Don't Bully. So um, it's interesting, isn't it, how that is, is probably falling behind a little bit at the moment because people aren't out competing or, and, and they've got other things to, to 
talk about at the moment but tell us some more about that because probably we were having an interesting conversation earlier about why it's perhaps not happening at the moment but we'll see if yeah. it does so tell us about that so very often well you you will you'll know this you'll see this people will go out to a competition they'll have had a brilliant time or they've done well it may not be in the great scheme of equitation perfect but they're pleased they've progressed they've reached a barrier and pushed past it and all right maybe it wasn't the tidiest pushing past that barrier but they did it and they're proud of themselves and they're pleased with themselves so they come home and they put it up on social media and they go look what we did today look what we did today and miss smith down the road looks at it and goes why are you pleased with that okay not the nastiest comment in the world but slaps you back down to earth like it's unnecessary isn't it and then you get the people that are like well that was rubbish you get all these people that think they know better that don't want to see you doing well for yourself not necessarily well competitively or well in the great equitation scheme of things but good for you for you progressing they feel they're being left behind they're not getting they're not challenging themselves you are so rather than them pushing themselves, they think, I oh, know, I'll just stop you doing it instead. I'm going to put you down so I don't have to try and progress myself. And it's unnecessary. Um, and I saw it more and more and more. And I kind of, I, I got pissed off with it. It was unnecessary. So I started calling people out on it. You know, quite the, the quite simple thing. If you can't say something nice, just say nothing. Um, and then try to start pushing it with the help of other people, yourself included, to encourage people to encourage others with positivity rather than putting them down with negativity. And the more positive you are with other people, it does tend to rub off on yourself as well. You can become a more positive person and you can be ready to brave more of these challenges. So the more positive you are, the more positive the community becomes and the more progressive the community becomes as well. But as I said, as you pointed out earlier, we're not doing a huge amount of that at the moment because the competition isn't there. So nobody is being seen to be progressing more than the other person. So there's no reason to put each other down, which is probably going to come back with a bump when competition opens again later in the year. But hopefully this pandemic is going to encourage people to be nicer to each other because we're all in the same boat. We're all struggling apart from these few selfish people that are buying 7,000 loo rolls because they want to make a fork because they're bored. I mean, I'm sure that's the only reason they're doing it. I reckon if we go to their houses, they've literally got toilet roll forks built and they're going to have some sort of, I reckon that's why they bought all the pasta as well. They're making like plastic rolls. It'd be great. Just imagine that, like ravioli wheels and stuff and like spaghetti. It's the only reason. I'm sure tins of baked beans like being fired at all of these toilet roll I'm, you know what i'm going to go panic by loo roll now i need some uh but yeah th apart from these few people yes yeah, sorry jenny apart from these few people that are doing these selfish things the, the world is coming together to look out for everybody to all there's so much more positivity and it has come through adversity at state of affairs but at least it is happening now so hopefully that will carry on we're not going to hope i mean i I dread the day that they go, oh, yay, pandemic over, and everyone's going to be a real dick now. So, sorry, is that acceptable use of language? I meant my friend Richard, 
<laughs> no, it's fine. Don't worry. I'll just put a disclaimer. There is some mild, mild language use. That's fine. Yeah. So, yeah, I think you're entirely right there. And, and you know, I think Buddy Don't Bully when it launched was, you know, great and, and a lot of people doing it. And then the, the most interesting thing is that people were talking about Buddy Don't Bully. And then, I mean, even I <laughs> had someone coming at me um, online and trying to put my brand into disrepute, even though it wasn't personal. They sort of forgot that behind a lot of brands are, well, not a lot of them, all brands, there are people. Some of them are a few people and some of them yeah. are just one. Um, and you know, it was very interesting that on that particular one, they posted into a, a large, a large group and put their side of a two-sided story and everyone jumped in saying, that's awful. How could they, what a horrible person. I can't believe they're doing that. And they hadn't even heard, you know, the other side or what was really going on behind the scenes or any of that. And it was done for attention. It was very interesting, but of course, yeah. you know, it's a sin. It is bullying. Okay. They might say oh, it's against a business, but it's, there's a person there. Um, and yeah. it, it takes a lot to be able to stay strong in those situations and, and think, actually, what am I learning from this? What is this about? It will pass. It's temporary. And I think in the situation that we're in at the moment, for people to remember, it might seem like it's going on forever. We've only had a week of it, really. Yeah. Um, that actually everything will pass. It is temporary. And, you know, like just just support each other and just remember that everything's about learning. We are going to learn a lot here. Yeah, a yeah. lot not just about our sport but about i mean look at the way the world is healing at the moment you see the photos of china now with no smog photos of dolphins in the canals of venice or the canals the estuaries or well dolphins in venice it's there's a lot to be learned um and we can either learn from it or without run from it you know one way or other and hopefully we will, as a community, come out this stronger and better people. Yeah, and, you know, having initiatives like yours, the online training, I'm just about to release something called horseycourses.co.uk. The idea behind that is that anyone can put an online course up really easily. All they have to be able to do, because what I was finding is a lot of people had an amazing knowledge and ability to be able to teach people things and show them some really cool stuff, especially in the equine world, but had no idea how to do it and didn't want to get involved in the technical side. So I've taken that barrier away and created an online area where all they need to do is send me some videos or the links to the videos on YouTube if they know how to do that bit. And I have told people how, but even if they don't know how, send me some videos, send me some, um, send me the course outline, just write it down in a document, send me the course outline, send me any worksheets, and even send me any emails that you want sent to the people that come on your course and that'll all get done for you. So I'm trying to remove the barriers to entry for people that have got a great idea or something to share, but technology isn't their expertise. Um, Cause you know, I'm outsourcing it to a technical guy that knows exactly how to do it. So, um, you know, bringing a community together, helping people share things when there's barriers in the way, when they don't need to be, then it's, it is, it's about that, isn't it? It's about just making things simpler and easier for people to be able to connect and do things. Yeah. And cool. I'm seeing coming out of this as well is hopefully going to be tolerance. We have become an intolerance. Now, some of it is good, intolerance towards bullying. We want to get rid of that and deal with that. But at the same time, there was too much intolerance towards things like anxiety, competitive anxieties. People didn't give that the time of day. They were, there was not enough consideration towards it in the warm-up arenas and things like that. So... The more we share, the more we come together, the more tolerant we become of each other and 
the more we become about the future, the better off we'll all be, I believe. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I think that's that's very true, isn't it? Um, and certainly this is a great opportunity, isn't it, to be looking into your mindset because the great part about mindset is that we can work out your patterns without you even riding in that moment, as you know, because we've done that. Um, so actually it might just be worth spending a couple of minutes you telling people how um, mindset coaching did help you and how we were able to do that remotely because you know you live about an hour and a half at least away and I coach as far as Australia so I know it can be done but hearing it from you might help some other people to realize that actually it's a viable thing and, and a great thing to be doing right now if they want to invest in that. It was more than viable it's beneficial I would say. Um, so my problems, I'm not a show jumper. It's through a huge long phase of riding for a, a for quite a very good competitor that had was paid for to have horses come in to compete. Owners uh, that wanted these other horses competed that weren't what he considered good enough. So they were the ones that would always all hold on to show jumping. So but the owners wanted them to be competed, so it was me. I ended up competing them. They weren't worth his time, so I got to do it. I had great fun. It didn't matter what you do, show jumps came down. So I got more and more and more tied up in my head that it didn't matter what I did in the arena, they were going to come down. And then as we progressed, that's become deep-seated for other horses, um, working with remedial horses, because remedial horses, if you you can well, you do if you complete you have already succeeded haven't you you know a remedial horse is unrideable if you take from being unrideable to complete phases of an event doesn't matter how well they've done if they've done it safely it's a success so dressage across country i got better and better at show jumping didn't get any better which i then tried working harder and harder at becoming more and more desperate at i you know that that need to complete it, that need to do well at it, and it became this, this like clockwork thing in my head that kept like winding tighter and tighter and tighter. So you'd get into an arena and it'd be like, I don't know what to do now. I'm going to pounce on this stride. I'm going to pull away from that stride. I'm going to override and micromanage everything. The horse, the horse can't think for itself. I've got to do it all. It became this little neurosis um, that, as a rational person, I could see but couldn't see how to avoid. And that's how, obviously, the remote, and working with you online, well, not online, remotely, over the phone, talking through it, imagining it, feeling it in your head, because we're quite, uh, right, we know what it feels like, don't we? You can, if you're having a bad day, if you want, you can sit back, close your eyes, and remember that feel. You can feel what it's like when it goes well. And all of these things, just working it towards, sitting there, feeling it, imagining what you're doing, and changing it subtly in your own mind so that when you actually come to do it, you're changing it subtly there. So it's, you know, it's a bit of a slow process, but we worked together the last year was, what well, we started, what, about April, May time? It was before, before Chiller. Um, I'd had a rather traumatic start to last season. I couldn't even consider myself bringing a horse home safely cross country, which has always been what I've done. I love cross country. I don't, it, it's just brilliant. I was like, I'll oh, point it at that house, we'll jump it, it's fine. But I couldn't, I, I was pulling out of events left, right and centre because I couldn't go cross country. And that was stemming from psychological problems brought on by inability to even show jump. 
which we've now overcome. So that by the end of last season, I got my first top six placing at a B event, which was followed up by a no, it wasn't followed up. Yes, yeah, straight into a first place after that. And then yeah, we got competitive results, which to be frank, I don't really care about. I don't want to be a competitive person. I want to go out with my horses and we want to have fun. We want to get pretty pictures. We want to we want to be able to blast around across country course and chat to people as we go. It's got to be fun, relaxed and enjoyable, which it wasn't. And yeah, talking through adjusting your mindset is what's made that more possible. So thank you. You're very welcome. Um, yeah, so that so that that's the crazy part about it, isn't it? It's it's so cool. I love it because you can make changes to your riding without riding. Yeah. Um, because we can rewire your brain and your patterns, and I mean, it wasn't all about visualization. Like that's a part that we sometimes use, and funnily enough, I don't use it that often, but we do use it um, because yeah. it's one of those things that gets banded around, and it, like anything, it can be done yeah. well. Whatever we're talking about, I see it. I'm a, an imaginative. I'm an imagination-based person. I may not always about it but um yeah you're visualizing it because you're a you're a, a visual visual representer yeah. um so you picture things in your head yeah and that's um that's why you're very creative and very imaginative because you can picture something and then you just know exactly what it is and things a lot of drugs disclaimer i haven't really that was just it's fine i can edit that bit out jake it's fine <laughs> jake does not take anything that he should not take <laughs> He just has some excellent thoughts. <laughs> but yeah, so, it, and it is cool because you can do it remotely um, without your horse. So it now is actually a really good time to be investing in that, I think. And obviously I'm going to say that, but you've just, you've just said why, you know, because actually it makes a difference. Cool. Okay, so is there anything else you wanted to add before we wrap up for today, Jake? Um, any nuggets of wisdom from you? I know you're very good at your nuggets of wisdom. Um, or any thoughts, final thoughts from Jake Tarrant? Final thought from me is that everything at the beginning of this week was all doom and gloom. You know, BE was cancelling, BD was cancelling, BS was cancelling, companies are going bankrupt, countries are being locked down. Obviously, you can see my list of priorities. It started with BE and we've now got to. Um, I'm a business owner, I'm a yard owner, um, I live in rented accommodation. It's, I, I do rent it from my mummy though, so I'm safe. Um, and it is only a caravan, but shush, we won't tell anybody about that. There's a lot of doom and gloom, but I am actually happy at the moment because we have got challenges, but we have got the potential to find solutions for them. And if we kick on and go for it, we've got the potential to have a better future. We're learning a lot. The, the, the world, the country is coming together to deal with this and changes are going to be made. And if we sit up and ride on with it, we've got, a, we've got potential for a really good future. Or we can sit at home, cry about it and bail. I know it sounds very easy to say that, but I am a business owner. I've got 10 or 11 staff. I have got, I don't know, a fortnight's worth of money in the bank to pay them. But I will not see them go without wages. Yes, it's a daunting prospect, but I'm not going to let it stop me. So don't let it stop you either. Brilliant. Thanks, Jake. I'm going to take that as a sound bite as well, by the way. That's going out. 
going out as a soundbite to everyone as a, a pearl of wisdom from someone who could, if they wanted to, see the doom and gloom in this, but chooses. And that's the point, isn't it? This is where control comes. Control is your choice and your decisions and your mind and your body. So what you physically do, what you mentally do, and what you mentally do is think. And decisions are part of that thinking. So if you make decisions, actually, do you know, I choose to see the potential positives. I choose to find the solutions to problems. I choose to surround myself with positive people. Or the flip side is I choose to go on Facebook and whinge and moan about everything and talk about how Spain and Italy have got this, even though they're a completely different country, um, and look for all the negatives. Then, But that choice is up to you. You can choose to find the positives, even in some difficult situations, and accept this is learning. And fail fast and get the feedback well I tell you what we are all failing in all sorts of ways at the moment but we are not getting some feedback from it so thank you so much Jake for your time this morning we had some fun technical issues so thank you for standing by there uh, this was meant to be live and has now gone out as a recording but that's all cool it's about finding the solutions and, and carrying on regardless isn't it so thank you ever so much for your time Jake and, uh, and if anyone wants to get in touch to um, find out about your business or the online training or um, to ask any questions, then we will post the links below. Just be aware, Jake did say to me earlier that he's getting loads of people contacting him now, um, just, you know, checking in and stuff like that. And he needs a PA. So um, Charlotte, I know, does some of this stuff for him. Um, but I think Charlotte's, you know, Charlotte, Charlotte does a lot of things behind the scenes she's the legs of the swan that you see before you right now so we just want to send our love to charlotte as well thank you charlotte. it looks like the duck is moving peacefully across the water underneath its legs are going like mad charlotte charlotte's the legs she's got good ones as well actually to be fair so yeah anyway i'm gonna finish it there um we're not going to talk about jake's legs because that's down another rabbit hole so you can see them because i'm not wearing Jake, I'm going to have to cut this. Right. <laughs> Thank you so much for everything. And um, like I say, we'll put some, put some links and things below. And if you're listening to this on the podcast, then we will um, put some links and things available for you as well. So thank you so much for your time. <laughs> say again. If they are listening to this, I do apologise. I did put it out with a health warning and it will definitely go out with a health warning when it goes into the podcast as well. Right. Thank you so much. Um, take care and we shall speak soon. Yeah. So that was Jake there of Little Bentley Eventing. Thank you very much, Jake, for some really interesting insights there. Um, if you want to hear more about these podcasts, we're going to be releasing one every week. Please do um, go into your podcast distributor. So that might be iTunes or it might be um, Spotify or anyone else. And make sure that you subscribe to the Hack Your Mindset podcast with me, Jenny Winterleach. And we look forward to us joining our next podcast. Take care, guys. Bye.